0: love from my dominant boss chapter one to five it was 10 pm at duberry garden i opened the door and stepped into the house when i flicked on the lights the illumination from the crystal lights in the guest room reflected my silhouette on the french windows this house would be my marital home tomorrow my fianc justin xanakis was the department manager not only was he handsome but he was also exceedingly attentive to me. Thus, I felt really blessed to be marrying a man who loved me so much. According to tradition, we weren't supposed to stay together the night before the wedding. Therefore, Justin was spending the night in our new house while I was staying over with my best friend, Natalie Xavier. Before going to bed, I ran a check to ensure that I had everything needed tomorrow only to realize that I had forgotten the wedding veil. In order to give Justin a surprise, I returned to our new house discreetly without calling him beforehand. At the thought that I'd be living happily ever after with him from tomorrow onward, my lips curved into a blissful smile. I then changed into a pair of slippers. Just when I reached the living room, a woman's moan of pleasure drifted out of the master bedroom. All at once, my heart lurched. The master bedroom's door was slightly ajar, and the woman's seductive and enthralling voice came from within the room. In a flash, a raging fire started blazing within me. My legs felt as though they were made of lead. But still, they involuntarily led the way. As I stood at the door of the bedroom, the cries of ecstasy from within sounded increasingly clear. Every single sound hitting me squarely in the chest. The door creaked open with a slight push from me. A pair of beige high heels were scattered haphazardly. And a myriad of feminine items littered the floor. Such a scene had my thoughts inevitably going into the gutter. And during the fury and panic within me, I shifted my eyes to the bed. But at that single glance, it instantly felt as though a knife pierced my heart. The pain so excruciating that I couldn't quite breathe. My best friend come roommate for four years during university was currently in bed with my fianc, Justin, whom I was marrying tomorrow. The moment Mabel caught sight of me by the door, her eyes glinted with provocation, and her moans became even more licentious. As I took in everything in the room, even breathing felt painful to me. Oh God, there is another woman in my fianc's arms, and they're going at it passionately. In the blink of an eye, rage and humiliation assailed me. I clenched my hands tightly in a bid to suppress the urge to charge forward and rip them to shreds. Mabel's gaze was sultry as she continued caressing him all over with long and slender fingers. Her voice ever so hypnotizing. Darling, don't you feel guilty doing this with me when you are getting married to Anna tomorrow? What's there to be guilty about? Is there a difference between doing it on the eve of my wedding or normal days? Besides, she'll never know about us. Justin's voice was deep and strained. But what if? I mean, what if she suddenly comes over and catches us red-handed? What do you think she'll do? Will she call off the wedding? Mabel looked at me tauntingly with a sneer playing on her lips. That's a moot point since she won't come over. Furthermore, So what if she knows? At most, we'll call off the wedding. I didn't plan on getting married so early anyway. Chuckling nonchalantly, Justin continued hammering into Mabel. So, why are you getting married if you are reluctant to do so? You know, we won't be able to meet so frequently after you are married. If it weren't for her coercion, I wouldn't be marrying her. Justin blurted without the slightest restraint then he flipped them over and pinned mabel beneath him darling your fiancé is really here placing her hands against his chest mabel pointed in the direction of the bedroom door that's impossible i just saw her off so how could she while saying that justin couldn't help glancing at the door anna why are you here the moment he spotted me he froze instantly He swiftly scrambled off Mabel, his gaze brimming with panic as he regarded me. At that very moment, his desire had long vanished without a trace. Panicked, he didn't even have the time to cover his birthday suit. Mabel, on the other hand, pulled the covers around herself and looked at me with a derisive sneer tugging at the corners of her mouth. By then, my face was already stained with tears, inundated by wrath and hatred. I wanted to vent at the cruelty of the truth. But I merely spun around to leave. Justin quickly chased after me with a towel around his waist. His gaze radiating guilt. I can explain. Anna. What else is there to explain? I saw everything clear as day just now. So what else do you have to say? While I was hurting so much that I couldn't even breathe. His offer of an explanation gave me a glimmer of hope. But just then. Mabel appeared in Justin's shirt. Her wavy curls were draped over her shoulders in a tousled mess. At that moment, she appeared all the more alluring. She sauntered right up to me with a hint of defiance in her eyes. Reese is Justin's child. What did she just say? Reese. Her three year old child is actually Justin's. A glimmer of hope rose in my heart earlier, but a bomb blasted it apart when her words fell. For a moment there, I felt that my entire world had collapsed. I nervously swung my gaze at Justin in hopes that he would deny it. But things didn't transpire as I wished. He hung his head slightly with guilt in his eyes, tacitly admitting that Reese was indeed his child. It felt like a stab right to my heart. I wanted to scream and lash out, but words eluded me as I was overwhelmed with emotions. Intense fury and enmity engulfed me. How could they betray me by doing such a despicable thing? In the past seven years, I regarded him as the man I love the most and the other as my best friend. Yet they actually hooked up behind my back and even had a child together. UB As the lid on my wrath and humiliation exploded, I lifted my hand and swung it across Mabel's face. I put so much strength into it that my hand went numb from the sting. Mabel. Justin's voice rang out, filled with worry for Mabel. Mabel's face snapped to the side at my heart's lap. But in the next moment, she abruptly jerked her head back and stared at me furiously. Are you okay, Mabel? Does it hurt? Justin gazed at Mabel with anguish written all over his face. And the sight of it sent a sharp stab of pain lancing through me again. Is this for real? My fianc is showing such concern for the homewrecker who ruined our relationship right in front of me. D'Asterisk and it all to hell. She hit me. Justin. My face hurts badly. Mabel put on a pitiful expression as she clutched at Justin's arm. Tears of anguish streaming down her face. You went too far. Anna how could you hit her when did you become so violent justin abruptly turned around and pinned his eyes on me the wrath and reproach in his gaze plainly visible all at once my heart felt as though it had been sliced into ribbons i gaped at him my face drained of all color ha ha it's glaringly obvious that i can't compare to mabel in his eyes but i'm his fianchi we're getting married tomorrow Yet he had no qualms about being intimate with another woman in our new house. To make matters worse. The woman even turned out to be my best friend since my university days. Get out of here. Mabel Quintrell. This is my marital home. Scram now. As though I had lost my mind. I rushed forward and grabbed her arm to drag her out of my house. That's enough. Snap out of it. Anna Garcia. Justin shot forward and shoved me to the floor while shielding Mabel in his arms. The pain radiating from my butt paled in comparison to the agony within me. Getting to my feet, I looked at him with a bitter smile. At that very moment, I wholly understood that my importance to him was far beneath that of a homewrecker. I hate you, Justin Xenakis. I shouted at the top of my lungs, exhausting the last vestiges of my strength. Spinning on my heels, I ran out of the community. I sprinted relentlessly, blocking out any reminiscence of the scene I had witnessed earlier with the vigorous exercise. Nonetheless, the scene that had just transpired kept playing in my mind. On the night before the wedding, the bride to be's fianc and best friend were caught in the act. And they even had a child together. I thought that such a melodramatic affair would only appear on television. But it was actually happening to me at that very moment. And I was the betrayed bride-to-be. We had been together for seven years. Initially, I thought that we would live happily ever after, starting tomorrow. Never to be separated until death. But all my hopes were destroyed after witnessing everything that night. He was no longer the Justin Xenakis who professed to love me and be with me forever. Subsequently, I went to the bar. The stench of cigarette smoke and alcohol hung in the air. The music was cranked to the maximum as though trying to burst the patrons' drums. Men were swaying to the beat on the dance floor while I sat in the corner guzzling glass after glass of the strongest liquor. At that moment, my emotions were on the brink of snapping. Well, well, how absurd that I witnessed my fianc and best friend fooling around the night before our wedding. Ha ha. It's truly laughable and pathetic. Throughout the past seven years, I would never once suspected that they were hooking up. For they were the people I trusted the most. But now, it's precisely those two people who betrayed me at the same time. Is there anyone else who's more pathetic than me in this world? My mind flooded with the image of Mabel frantically undulating atop Justin, with nary a stitch on her body. Justin's rapturous expression. On the other hand, Was both ludicrous and repulsive. Oh, and there's Reese as well. It turned out that Reese is Justin's child. Not only did they hook up, but they even had a child together. I've always assumed that Mabel's reluctance to talk about Reese's father stemmed from hurt. So I've been cautious and avoided that topic. Now, I finally know how laughable I've been. Were they too good at keeping it under wraps? Or was I too stupid? It'd been so many years. Yet I never had the slightest inkling. As my emotions were a chaotic mess, I threw my head back and guzzled the hard liquor. The burning sensation in my throat had tears pouring down my face. But my chest remained tight without a hint of respite to be found. Out of the blue, my gaze snagged on a man some distance away. The man was wearing a black suit, drinking alone at the bar with a grim expression on his face. I recognized him, he was Justin's immediate superior, Michael Shaw. Justin once brought me to his company party, and Michael gave a speech. So I remembered him. However, I didn't understand why he would frequent such a place. Him, does a successful man among the elite ranks like him patron the bar to pass the time as well? In the next moment, a thought suddenly flashed across my mind. Since you betrayed me. Justin Xanakis, I'm going to do the same to you. Snagging my wine glass, I staggered to my feet and tottered forward in a stupor. When I was about to reach Michael, I tripped and stumbled into his arms. He was a very young man who appeared to be in his 30s. The collar of his white shirt was gaping slightly, and the cuffs of his shirt were rolled up to mid-arm, revealing his tanned skin. The bridge of his nose was high, and he had alluring lips. His eyes were profound and deep-set, though they were impassive. Hmm. What a handsome and aloof man. Michael eyed me coldly with abhorrence etched on his face before he pushed me away. Spend the night with me. I murmured placidly as I stared at his handsome countenance. My gaze glassy. What? It was apparent from the way Michael's eyes widened that he hadn't expected me to be so straightforward. I said. Spend the night with me, or do you not understand my words? I whispered an inch from his lips, hooking my arms around his neck. Having imbibed, I was emboldened with liquid courage. Usually, I would never say such a thing, but there was nothing holding me back after experiencing such trauma earlier. Are women nowadays so brazen? Are you that desperate to be filled? Michael gazed at me indifferently, his eyes teeming with disdain. Well, he must be thinking that I'm the kind of SL asterisk T who often seduces men in bars. Why, no guts to do it? Or are you not capable of doing it? I snickered insociantly, shifting my gaze to his crotch. My voice was tinged with a hint of mockery. No man in this world will be able to take the insult of others thinking that he's sexually inadequate, especially women, and I think he's no exception either. Sure enough. His expression changed as soon as my words fell. The look in his eyes turned all the more frosty. I hope you don't regret it. In the next instance, Michael dragged me out of the bar and checked into a room at the high-end hotel right across the road. I was rather unsteady on my feet after having imbibed so much that I couldn't resist leaning against him. The moment the room door slammed shut, Michael lifted my chin and stared at me with an unfathomable gaze. A second later, he captured my lips. The kiss was domineering and feral, making me lose myself in it. The night whizzed past in a blur of fiery passion. When I woke up in the morning, I ached all over. It felt as though I was going to shatter with the slightest movement. Thus, I couldn't help cursing Michael out inwardly. Ugh, how crazy did he go last night? Is he a beast? Sitting up. I looked down, only to be greeted by the sight of hickeys scattered across my chest and bruises on my arms. All at once, my anger blazed even more. d asterisk Did he have to be so vigorous? So, how was my skills in bed? Are you satisfied? A low and sensual male voice rang out beside me, snapping my face to the side. I immediately saw Michael staring at me with a dark expression on his handsome countenance. Panic struck me, and I hastily wrapped the covers around my body. It still felt awkward to have a practical stranger looking at my body even though I was the aggressor who came onto him last night. Oh, you are starting to feign innocence before me now. Huh? Last night? You were really wild. Michael stood up and approached me. His voice filled with contempt and disdain. His high and mighty demeanor perturbed me. For it made me feel as though I was a skank. Flipping the covers. I picked my clothes up from the floor and blasely slipped them on in front of him. Your skills are pretty good. And that part of you is big enough. So I'm very satisfied. I cast a flippant glance at his crotch. At that, Michael's expression darkened as he looked at me. The fury in his gaze was plainly visible. Are all women nowadays shameless like you? You really have no qualms about speaking your mind. Huh? The moment he finished speaking, I noticed his gaze going to the bed. On the heels of that, his expression turned conflicted. As I followed his gaze, my heart clenched when I glimpsed the smear of blood. During the seven years I dated Justin, I always felt that I should save my precious virginity for our wedding night. However, I discovered the horrible truth before then. As a result, I even stooped so low as to give my first time to a random man. How ludicrous. It was your first time. Michael's gaze shifted back to my face with an unfathomable look in his eyes. So what? Don't tell me you've got a virginity complex. I drawled derisively after retracting my gaze, staring right into his conflicted eyes. Michael probably didn't like my attitude, for his brows knitted together deeply as he regarded me with chagrin. Well, what do you want? Money. A long moment passed before he spoke again. His voice still as indifferent as before. Why, do women who sleep with you always ask you for money? Feeling insulted i glowered at him indignantly i just wanted revenge against justin do i look as though i'm looking for a quick buck we merely had a mutual exchange of favors i don't need your money also we are strangers moving forward after saying that i swiftly left the hotel since i didn't want to speak with him any further when i went back to natalie's house she pulled me into the bedroom Anna do you know how worried i'd been when you stayed out the entire night i called but couldn't get through to you don't tell me that you and justin thanks for listening to the bravanoval autobook welcome to download the bravanoval app read the novel love from my dominant boss online and get the latest updates